Hello, 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 and welcome to the Bookmark Podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and for liking on Facebook and sharing and subscribing to the podcast. It's so fun to have such a great and growing audience, and we really appreciate it. Well, today we're going to dive back into another classic Dr. Seuss story and revisit the rivalry between the Starbelly and the Plainbelly Sneetches. That's right, today we're reading The Sneetches by Dr. Seuss. The Sneetches by Dr. Seuss. Now the Starbelly Sneetches had bellies with stars. The Plainbelly Sneetches had none upon Lars. Those stars weren't so big, they were really so small. You might think such a thing wouldn't matter at all. But because they had stars, all the Starbelly Sneetches would brag. We're the best kind of Sneetch on the beaches. With their snoots in the air, they would sniff and they'd snort. We'll have nothing to do with the Plainbelly sort. And whenever they met someone they were out walking, they'd hike right on past them without even talking. When the Starbelly children went out to play ball, could a plain belly get in the game? Not at all! You only could play if your bellies had stars and the plain belly children had none upon theirs. <laughs> when the Starbelly Sneeches had frankfurter roasts, or picnics, or parties, or marshmallow toasts. They never invited the Plainbelly Sneetches. They left them out cold in the dark of the beaches. They kept them away, never let them come near. And that's how they treated them year after year. Then one day, it seems, while the Plainbelly Sneetches were moping and doping alone on the beaches, just sitting there wishing their bellies had stars, a stranger zipped up in the strangest of cars. My friends, he announced in a voice clear and keen, my name is Sylvester McMonkey McBean, and I've heard of your troubles, I've heard you're unhappy, but I can fix that, I'm the fix-it-up chappy. I've come here to help you, I have what you need, and my prices are low, and I work at great speed, and my work is 100% guaranteed. Then quickly, Sylvester McMonkey McBean put together a very peculiar machine. And he said, You want stars like a Starbelly Sneech? My friends, you can have them for three dollars each. Just pay me your money and hop right aboard. So they clambered inside. Then the big machine roared. And it clonked and it bonked and it jerked and it burked. And it popped them about, but the thing really worked. When the plain belly sneeches popped out, they had stars. They actually did. They had stars upon theirs. Then they yelled at the ones who had stars at the start. We're exactly like you. You can't tell us apart. We're all just the same now, you snooty old smarties. And now we can go to your Frankfurter parties. Good grief, groaned the ones who had stars at the first. We're still the best Sneetches, and they are the worst. But now how in the world will we know? They all frowned. If which kind is what, or the other way round? Then up came McBean with a very sly wink. Bink. And he said, Things are not quite as bad as you think. So you don't know who's who, that is perfectly true. 
But come with me, friends. Do you know what I'll do? I'll make you again the best sneeches on beaches. And all it will cost you is ten dollars eaches. <laughs> Belly stars are no longer in style, said McBean. What you need is a trip through my star off machine. This wondrous contraption will take off your stars, so you won't look like Sneeches who have them on bars. And that handy machine working very precisely removed all the stars from their tummies quite nicely. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Then with snoots in the air, they paraded about, and they opened their beaks and they let out a shout. We know who is who, now there isn't a doubt. The best kind of sneeches are sneeches without. Then of course, those with stars all got frightfully mad. To be wearing a star was now frightfully bad. Then of course, old Sylvester McMonkey McBean invited them into his star-off machine. Then of course, from then on, as you probably guess, Things really got into a horrible mess. All the rest of that day on those wild screaming beaches, the fix-it-up chappy kept fixing up sneeches. Off again, on again, in again, out again. Through the machines they raced round and about again. Changing their stars every minute or two, they kept paying money, they kept running through. Until neither the plane nor the star bellies knew. Whether this one was that one, or that one was this one, or which one was what one, or what one was who. Then every last cent of their money was spent. The fix-it-up chappy packed up and he went. And he laughed as he drove in his car up the beach. They never will learn. No, you can't teach a snitch. But McBean was quite wrong, I'm quite happy to say. That the sneeches got really quite smart on that day. The day they decided that sneeches are sneeches and no kind of sneech is the best on the beaches. That day all the Sneeches forgot about stars, and whether they had one or not, upon thars. Well, that's it for now for the story of the Sneeches. Maybe next time we'll do one of the follow-ups that Dr. Seuss never published. The one about Sneeches going to prison. I think it was called, um, Sneeches Get Steeches. That's right, that's what it was. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much for spending your time with us and for letting us be a part of your afternoon or your drive or your nighttime routine. It's a blessing and a blast to get to be a part of all of this, so thank you so much. As always, I am your host, Paul Kolker, and thank you for keeping all of your favorite stories bookmarked. Have a great day. <laughs>